Welcome to the Enchanted Library, where we turn the pages of books, beautiful and old, living and magical. It's time to curl up, get cozy, and join us on an adventure. Today, we begin the book called Viking Tales by Jenny Hall. Introduction What the Sagas Were Iceland is a little country far north in the cold sea. Men found it and went there to live more than a thousand years ago. During the warm season, they used to fish and make fish oil and hunt seabirds and gather feathers and tend their sheep and make hay. But the winters were long and dark and cold. Men and women and children stayed in the house and carded and spun and wove and knit. A whole family sat for hours around the fire in the middle of the room. That fire gave the only light. Shadows flitted in the dark corners. Smoke curled along the high beams in the ceiling. The children sat on the dirt floor close by the fire. The grown people were on a long, narrow bench that they had pulled up to the light and warmth. Everybody's hands were busy with wool. The work left their minds free to think and their lips to talk. What was there to talk about? The summer's fishing, the killing of a fox, a voyage to Norway. But the people grew tired of this little gossip. Fathers looked at their children and thought, They are not learning much. What will make them brave and wise? What will teach them to love their country in old Norway? Will not the stories of battles, of brave deeds, of mighty men do this? So, as the family worked in the red firelight, the father told of the kings of Norway, of long voyages to strange lands, of good fights. And in farmhouses all through Iceland, these old tales were told over and over until everybody knew them and loved them. Some men could sing and play the harp. This made the stories all the more interesting. People called such men skalds, and they called their songs sagas. Every midsummer there was a great meeting. Men from all over Iceland came to it and made laws. During the day there were rest times, when no busyness was going on. Then some scald would take his harp and walk to a large stone or knoll, and stand on it, and begin a song of some brave deed of an old Norse hero. At the first sound of the harp and the voice, men came running from all directions, crying out, The scald! The scald! A saga! They stood about for hours and listened. They shouted applause. When the scald was tired, some other man would come up from the crowd and sing or tell a story. As the scald stepped down from his high position, some rich man would rush up to him and say, Come and spend next winter at my house. Our ears are thirsty for song. So the best scalds traveled much and visited many people. Their songs made them welcome everywhere. They were always honored with good seats at a feast. They were given many rich gifts. 
even the king of Norway would sometimes send across the water to Iceland, saying to some famous skald, Come and visit me. You shall not go away empty-handed. Men say that the sweetest songs are in Iceland. I wish to hear them. These tales were not written. Few men wrote or read in those days. Skalds learned songs from hearing them sung. At last, people began to write more easily. Then they said, These stories are very precious. We must write them down to save them from being forgotten. After that, many men in Iceland spent their winters in writing books. They wrote on sheepskin, vellum we call it. Many of these old vellum books have been saved for hundreds of years and are now in museums in Norway. Some leaves are lost, some are torn, all are yellow and crumpled. But they are precious. They tell us all we know about that olden time. There are the very words that the men of Iceland wrote so long ago, stories of kings and of battles and of ship sailing. Some of those old stories I have told in this book. Chapter 1 The Baby King Halfdan lived in Norway long ago. One morning his queen said to him, I had a strange dream last night. I thought that I stood in the grass before my bower. I pulled a thorn from my dress. As I held it in my fingers, it grew into a tall tree. The trunk was thick and red as blood, but the lower limbs were fair and green, and the highest ones were white. I thought that the branches of this great tree spread so far that they covered all Norway and even more. A strange dream, said King Halfdan. Dreams are the messengers of the gods. I wonder what they would tell us. And he stroked his beard and thought. Sometime after that, a serving woman came into the feast hall where King Halfdan was. She carried a little white bundle in her arms. My lord, she said, a little son is just born to you. Ha! cried the king, and he jumped up from the high seat and hastened forward till he stood before the woman. Show him to me, he shouted, and there was joy in his voice. The serving woman put down her bundle on the ground and turned back the cloth. There was a little naked baby. The king looked at it carefully. It is a goodly youngster, he said, and smiled. Bring Ivar and Thorstein. They were captains of the king's soldiers. Soon they came. Stand as witnesses, Halfdan said. Then he lifted the baby in his arms, while the old serving woman brought a silver bowl of water. The king dipped his hand into it and sprinkled the baby, saying, I own this baby for my son. He shall be called Harold. My naming gift to him is ten pounds of gold. Then the woman carried the baby back to the queen's room. My lord owns him for his son, she said, and no wonder. He is perfect in every limb. The queen looked at him and smiled and remembered her dream and thought, That great tree! Can it be this little baby of mine? Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and share our podcast with a friend. 
Stay connected by following us on Facebook at facebook.com slash enchantedlibrary. If you'd like to support the work we do, you can visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash enchantedlibrary. We appreciate your support. Until next time, friends, happy reading.